hopes and fears. Tune in daily, don't miss a single show. Sign up for the newsletter, let us help you grow. Taking risks, making moves, seeking success. Together we'll conquer, no room for any less. Listen now. Good morning, it is hump day, Wednesday, February 21st. Your boy did not sleep last night. Uh, I was just telling the story. I'm probably going to buy a Tesla in the next couple of days. And I was, okay, how do I get the money over there? Those of you that kind of have bought a car, if you haven't bought a car before, if you're, you know, you just kind of knew it buying cars. I'm not a guy. I'm a guy who buys my car and I keep it for 10 years. Um, this one I've had for almost six. It'll be six in September. Um, but it just makes sense for me to get a new car. There's incentives. Uh, Tesla right now is transferring. I'm able to transfer my full self-driving from one car to the new car, which isn't always possible. That's a savings of about $12,000, I think is what they're charging, $15,000 for full self-driving right now. So that's a savings. They also are giving $1,000 off. There's also a $7,500 rebate. Now, I know fully, fully well that, uh, that, that, cars right now are, are, you know, he's probably going to reduce the price of the cars because all of the other manufacturers are reducing the price of their EVs. Um, He's still got margin on these cars. I think he has the ability to push them down. Um, There is, uh, there are a lot of cars on the lot. So I don't know exactly that I'm making the right move, but for me, this makes the most sense. I was up all night going, oh my God, how do I get the money out? Where do I go to do this? How do I am I going to do this? Blah, blah, blah. So a little stressful. So I didn't get a lot of sleep. Uh, the other reason I didn't get a lot of sleep is because today is our Super Bowl. Yes, two weeks ago was the Super Bowl with all of the Mag 5 or whatever. We're reporting earnings, but it's NVIDIA Day. And 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 it's NVIDIA Day is a big one. First, let's look at QQQ because we've lost confirmation on QQQ in the four hour. Uh, we've come down to 427. I do think that 417, 420 provides you a good support level here. Um, but I, I wouldn't necessarily count it. It's all going to move. Okay, you're going to hear me yell a little bit, but people love this stuff. Dogs, Penny, Penny, Crackhead, Crackhead. It's the garbage truck. Um, I think 420 provides you a pretty good support line here. If we look at some volume levels, um, what I really want to do is pull the volume levels a little bit closer because volume shelves don't mean a whole hell of a lot if they're pulled all the way back on a four-hour time frame. So let's pull it back to um, the last time the algorithm got you in, which was in January. And if we pull that and we look at where people are holding, you can see you've kind of got a volume shelf here at 425, but if you pull it down here at 410, you know, 410 is your next one. There's no man's land here. So we don't have a lot to go on. The MACD is crossing down. The RSI quickly got to oversold territory at 41. Not too oversold, still no man's land, but we're up at 46. It, we're just, it, you have an inside candle here. So an inside candle in the afternoon. Um, one of the things that I will do this weekend, by the way, uh, this weekend's newsletter will be, because I've seen a ton of opportunities this week in several stocks. Uh, I was on live yesterday with Lunar, with Brandon. Um, that is a stock that uh, you could trade on a five-minute chart. And I nailed it yesterday. I told him, I said, I think we're going for a run here. There are several candlestick patterns that you can look for in um, trading on day trading. And I think that's what I'm going to do. And they're, they're effective on day trading and, uh, and even on longer term charts. So this chart right here, uh, look at the morning. 
We opened at the top of it. We closed at the bottom of it. And then in the afternoon, we opened at the bottom of it and we closed at the top and it was an inside candle. That's good news. Now, so far, it's not great news because QQQ is down a half a percentage. I think people are just thinking that NVIDIA is a little bit extended. Um, It's a little bit hot. Last night, I don't think Tom Lee kind of gave all his eggs out in one basket last night in this interview. But this morning, he was on CNBC again. He's making the rounds. And and this morning, he said he thinks NVIDIA surprises to the upside, which pushes markets higher. Tom Lee has been more right than wrong of recent. I don't know that I necessarily trust him on this one to pour money in like I have in the past. Uh, I already own NVIDIA. I already own uh, SMCI. I already own the Qs. I already own the Mag7. Well, I don't own uh, Tesla. But I own all of these. So I don't know that I'm putting money in, but he's positive for it, um, and he likes it. One thing that I did do, and I mentioned it yesterday, um, Edward, Edward Corona, uh, the options oracle, I asked him, and I posted this in the Facebook group. I said, question for you, and I'll use it tomorrow and I am. If you wanted to YOLO NVIDIA earnings and assume it would go down tomorrow, this is assuming that NVIDIA goes down. How would you play this? And he said, it would be very risky and I would never do it, but the order would look like this. Stand by crunching some numbers. Buy to open, uh, here it is. Buy to open February 23rd, 695, put bearish strategy with limited risk of $3,780 and limited potential reward of $65,720. This strategy will profit if the stock closes below $657 by February 23rd. There's a 37.86 probability this will happen needs to be below 657 to actually benefit. There's your chart. This is in the Facebook group. I'll put it in the newsletter as well. If you want to subscribe to Edward, fantastic, fantastic uh, newsletter. I am subscribed to him. Hold on one second. No, get. So she's just sitting here crying. Hold on one second. Sorry. (laughs) Um. So yeah, Edward, the options oracle, he's got a great newsletter. It's all free. It's all free. That's why I like him. I mean, you know, he's providing this stuff for free. For those guys who bitch and complain that I do all the affiliate stuff, there's not one affiliate thing on his stuff. So he's doing it all for free. I asked him yesterday. He followed through. Uh, here's what Seeking Alpha is a- analyst saying ahead of earnings. Seeking Alpha, if you can't read this article and you want to read it, <clears throat> essentially it is a great buy, sell, and hold. These are three analysts that that have differing opinions and why. Uh, This is why I love Seeking Alpha Premium. If you want any of the the Seeking Alpha Premium stuff, it's this second link here. It's a $50 off coupon. Uh, It's $189 for the year. Uh, This thing saves me so much money by going in and looking at this stuff. And you can go in here. You can see NVIDIA's uh, ratings. You can go and uh, look at exactly, you know, say, say you want to see what uh what wall street is saying about nvidia well you'd click on the wall street analysts over here uh to the right and when it comes up click on the the wall street analyst they've had a strong buy and you can see the factor gradings and then you go down here and you can see the low price target is 410 the average is 751 the high is 1200 you're trading at 694 
This, I think, is why Tom Lee thinks that the stock is going to go up. Now, mind you, it has always traded around that price target. For five years, it's traded around that price target. And typically, it's just chased that price target up. Today or yesterday, the past two days, it's gone down below its price target. So in my mind, I don't think it's a bad play if you think that we're going to get an upside, um, a huge beat. I, I think you beat. Um, NVIDIA beats, it's just how much do they beat. And, and their reaction to earnings has not been fantastic. It's been, you know, they, they've beaten, and it, yes, it's it's gone up after it's beaten. But the, the runs uh, during the earnings plays, it hasn't been crazy. You can see the last earnings here, you actually went down. This was a blowout in November, and they went down. It was an absolute blowout, and it just had run too far, too fast. This one, absolute blowout. It goes up, but then it goes down. So I don't think that there's any need to rush into this. Um, but I do think when they do blow it out, I think you start to buy in. If you don't have a position, a significant position in NVIDIA, I think you get in. The kiss of death, death was that Jim Cramer thinks that it's a good stock, and he told his club members to buy. He did say, he said, we will reevaluate on um, Saturday at our club meeting, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's basically his tele- uh, telegram meeting. Um, here is Palo Alto Networks. They reported yesterday, and and here's the, the futures fall. Uh, Palo Alto, it was just a, it was a bloodbath. Palo Alto Networks, um, this is a great, great, uh, just were threading of, of what 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 this means. Palo Alto, they basically, in my mind, it's a demand problem. They're they're changing the strategy. Um, they guided their guidance was. I mean, again, it's it's it's. Hey, we blew out the numbers, but we're gonna guide a little bit down. I don't think that this means you throw out your Pan W. I think you buy more. Uh, I do. I think you buy more. Pan W, if we go and look at Pan W, um, it is down 24% at 277. Um, the algorithm has you in, it will get you out. This MACD was crossing down. There was no reason to actually uh, sit in here and buy it during this time. Uh, it, the Bollinger Bands were cinching up. They cinched up here, made a nice move higher. They were cinching up here, didn't get to that move. It's going to open up. Ready for this? That's to 366 where it closed at. Look at where it's coming down to 277. That's below your 200 day. I don't think that's justified. Uh, again, I believe in Pan W. What Brad is saying, he's saying CrowdStrike, which hasn't reported yet, which reports, I think, next week. Um, it is, let's see, March 5th. So it's two weeks from now. Um, they haven't reported yet. They had the same run-up. And you can see the same kind of chart pattern here. This one is down um, 9%. And it's at 291. That's not even close to its 200-day. But what Brad is explaining is there's a difference between PanW and CrowdStrike. There is a probability that CrowdStrike blows it out of the water just like Palo Alto did. But they guide higher. And that's the probability that Brad is kind of banking on. So you can read about that. You can read about the NASDAQ futures um, uh, with Palo Alto Network. The biggest stock movers today, there's three of them. It's the, the, and the biggest one, Sedge. 
Sedge, I said it before and I said I wasn't going to put money in. There was an opportunity, I thought, for Sedge to actually guide higher. Um, they didn't. They're working through inventory problems. They still see no demand. This one's down approximately 15%. Palo Alto down 22%. Teladoc, which we went over yesterday with, I thought was a crazy one to, you know, does it have a chance to pop? Yes, it didn't. It's clear Teladoc at this point in time just needs to sell to Amazon. That's it. The one stock that did move yesterday, Toll Brothers. Toll Brothers, and, and it's clear that home builders have, uh, have the benefit. And we were going over some stuff yesterday, and I was looking at some home builders and they have pricing power. This one is up 3% at 107. Look at this run since November. You're at 107. You've almost doubled. If we go to a long term on Toll Brothers, um, you can see you're at all time highs. There's, you know, and it's justified with the, uh, the, the, the volume. If you pull the volume back here to the, the, the last high, which was December 2021, you've got a nice volume shelf building up here between 98 and 105. And that's probably your support. But again, you know, it's home builders. It's it's boring to me. Um, you know what's exciting? Amazon and Uber. <laughs> They're, uh, Amazon is joining the Dow. Uber is joining the Dow Transports. I don't think this is anything. Um, uh, my notes here. Um, Amazon to join the Dow replacing Walgreen Boots, which was a dumpster fire. And Walgreen Boots, let's be honest, that's a dumpster fire of a stock. When Salesforce replaced Exxon in the Dow, uh, Salesforce lagged. Exxon excelled. When Microsoft and Apple were added to the Dow, they both stalled. It's a price-weighted index. It's not The Dow is not my favorite index. You know, my weekly stock picks from these 30 stocks. Keep an eye on Walgreen Boots. And, th- you know, I'm not saying, hey, you dump your Amazon. I think Amazon still has room to grow. I think it's fine. But keep an eye on Amazon. And the part of the reason why I think Amazon, uh, GE as well, when GE was replaced in the Dow, uh, it soared. It soared outside of the Dow. So inside the Dow, uh, it's not something that you look at. But Walgreen Boots, and I'm not saying right now that that this is going to soar, but this one is just a beaten down stock that has potential to come back. Um, I don't know that that they will come back. They probably need some new management on that thing. But again, that's kind of where they are. Now, Medical Properties Trust, we talked about this one in the past. These are REITs. Uh, Medical Properties Trust reported mixed results, suspend guidance. They suspended guidance. This has been a dumpster fire. And this is part of, you know, I think it's a good play. I think it's a good um, trade on this one. Uh, But I don't think this is a good buy and hold. It's a good dividend. What do they pay? Let's see. NPW. Let's look at NPW. They pay a 0.9, yeah, 25% dividend, 24% dividend. Uh, Is that good without guidance? I don't know. I wouldn't trust it. I wouldn't trust it at all. Um, I've got, yeah, uh, I've gotten my notes. Holo. Uh, This is hologram. This is the one from a few days ago. Where we said, hey, it, it, it's gone up 2,175% 2, just based on news that it was joining a group. This has been a great trade. And understand, this is the kind of stock that you want to trade on a five-minute chart. And you can do it. See how it's gone up here? See how it's gone down here? Uh, I'm going to take this one and I'm going to take another one, um, Lunar. And I'm going to do those two stocks on five-minute charts and how you might be able to trade some of these pops. 
Some of these pops have have candlestick patterns, which are clear, um, and they're they're able to be traded for that move. So again, I I, I think that's going to be a good paid newsletter. If you think that's a good one, let me know. If you don't want that one as a, a paid newsletter, let me know what else you want to see as a um a, a, as a person uh, who uh, looks at this stuff now uh, or pays me for my newsletter. Uh, here are the uh, the largest stocks that are moving today. Uh, that are reporting today. There's NVIDIA, analog devices, Rivian. Rivian, in my mind, I just watched a um, a Wall Street New- Journal uh, YouTube video on Rivian about how the RT2 is coming out in March. We don't know much about it. Uh, we know a little bit about it. It is going to be a lower cost vehicle, probably forty to $50,000. Um, I have heard that it may not actually start getting delivered until 2026. Uh, I think it's set to be um, uh, assembled here in Georgia. I don't think they've even started construction on the plant down here in Georgia uh, to actually build it. So it will be announced in March. That is probably going to take uh, some of the earning stuff. Um, I've said it before. I think it's a $30 stock on some retail pop. It hasn't been. It got up to this 2425. It has been a nightmare of a stock to own. And it's because of valuation. So know what you're trading, know what you're doing. Um, but that one reports today after the bell. Uh, another one that I own, Etsy. I personally own this one. I think this, you have to kind of worry a little bit about Etsy because um, the, their cost needs to get in line. I think they've done that with recent layoffs. Um, but they're still not back to where they were. This was a pandemic favorite. And I think what happened was they pulled a lot of their stuff forward. Um my buy was right here, and I should have gotten out right there. This is a long-term chart. I'm, I was sitting right here, and I could have gotten out at the 87, bought back at a, uh, 75. I think this is even in a retirement, which is even more uh, frustrating for me to actually own this one. The brand is great. The brand is fantastic. It's just the financials of this thing that's happening. So I love Etsy. I've ordered a bunch of – when I have to order a birthday gifts for people, that's where I go. I go to Etsy. Uh, Lucid is reporting. Do not invest in Lucid. Do not think that Lucid is coming back. Lucid is just a nightmare of a stock. Uh, anything else that I see here? Nothing. Wingstop. Wingstop is reporting. I think this one could be one to watch. Um, I think they have had a tremendous run. Uh, you look at this. I mean, just since October, $184 the algorithm got you in. And I probably wouldn't have gotten out here with the 32%. I'd probably still be holding. That's up 77%. Um, it is expensive. Let's go over here to Finviz and we'll look at Wingstop. 141 PE, 112 forward PE. I think they're adding stores uh, significantly longer. Um, I do know the franchise model on this. It costs about $400,000 to open up a franchise. You do have to buy, I think, four or 10 of them. Um, It's a decent franchise model, but it's super cheap to start, super cheap to get into. And personally, um, I'm not a wings guy. I don't eat a lot of wings, but I have had Wingstop. I think it's some of the best wings. I mean, I think it blows away Buffalo Wild Wings. I hate Buffalo Wild Wings. Can't stand Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, but Wingstop, an interesting one. If we go over to Seeking Alpha and we look at um, uh, Wingstop, let's see what the quant and other things say about Wingstop because I'm interested to see. And again, this is an earnings play. 
Um, if you're eating wings, if you're a big wings person, get it. I mean, you know, get it. Uh, has the momentum peaked? They're saying yes. So Seeking Alpha analysts have it as sell. Wall Street still has it at buy. The quant has it as a hold, even though all of the valuation is there. Um, Wall Street has it as a buy for some reason. Their average price target is 280 bucks. The low is 114. The high is 340. Where are you trading? 324. So probably you know 13.5% downside. Um, look at that price target. So with the earnings today, either the price targets will get raised to where it's at, or the stock will come crashing down to the price. Your choice, whichever one. I mean, again, this is just an idea. Uh, I do know Wingstop is reporting today, and it just kind of came out uh, on this this list. Marathon Oil. This is an interesting one. MRO. Um, we know that oil is traded between seven and eighty dollars, uh, seventy and eighty dollars. Uh, they have been going down since then. Uh, if we look at a long term of Marathon Oil and we look at a weekly here, you can see it's just kind of capitulating. That downturn. It's just normal for a stock like this. Look at it pre-pandemic. That's a $13 stock. Why do we think a $13 stock pre-pandemic is all of a sudden worth $23? If we go over here to Seeking uh, Alpha, and again, this is part of the the, the stuff that you do when, you, when you're researching a stock. Look at this. The average is $31. You're trading at $23. You have a 33% upside to where Wall Street thinks that it's trading. Look at how that price target is up there, but... The stock has just lagged. Um, you know, consistency D plus the quant as it is a hold. Uh, what? Let's see what seeking alpha ratings are saying. Um, if we go to summary, and again, this is part of what I love about seeking alpha is you can just go down here, and the bulls are saying favor favorable long term oil supply developments, very efficient operations, strong capital return play, share price below moving average, energy sector bearish now, upside potential from lower. Uh, interest costs in 2024. I mean, you know, again, if you want to do the energy play, I don't think Marathon Oil is a bad one to play. That's got super, super upside. Now, you just understand the price of oil. This is going to trade on the price of oil. So when, when you get into this one, you're going to have to sit there and, and deal with the price of oil moving this stock. It's the same thing as Exxon. It's the same thing as Chevron. It's the same thing. The 1.78% dividend, eh, it's okay. You know, volatility, 2.5. It's not going to, this isn't going to make you 10% on this this particular earnings, but are they going to get purchased? It's a $13 billion market cap. I mean, you know, do they announce some type of uh, purchase themselves? Are they, you know, the the, the uh, Chevron, or I'm sorry, Exxon bought, uh, bought uh, Pioneer Nat Natural Resources. Uh, Chevron bought Shell, I believe, something like that. Something like that. Um, but yeah, yeah, I like the, this one as well. I mean, this one might be a good one to play if you're into the energy space. Just giving you some ideas. Again, today, it's all about NVIDIA. NVIDIA's chart uh, indicates to me that, uh, you know, knowing what Tom Lee said about this, knowing what it's reacted in the past, I think you'll get a better opportunity to actually enter into this. Um, but any at 680 bucks down 2%, I don't think you're looking at anything that's horrible on this. They are going to blow away earnings. We have a complete understanding of that. The guidance is going to be key. So that's what you have for NVIDIA. Uh, let's look at SMCI real quick before we go into the social stuff because SMCI, 
I will include a way that I saw yesterday to actually trade SMCI in the paid newsletter this weekend. It goes with the candlestick stuff. It was just, I mean, it was classic. I was sitting at the kitchen table. I said, watch this stock. It's going to go here. Boom. It went there. Uh, so SMCI, yeah. Uh, Stephan, Stephanie Sampson from uh, from Spotify. NVIDIA and Frog. We went over NVIDIA. So you got enough uh, NVIDIA. Frog, this is a database company. I like this company. Um, they already announced earnings and it popped up and you're seeing it come back to fill the gap. I mean, you're just seeing the overvaluation of some of these companies. At 42, uh, I don't think that you get into it if we go over here. Um, and we look at Frog uh, from a Finviz standpoint. You can see forward PE is 61. It's super expensive. Price to sales, 12.91. That's huge. It's up 22% year to date. Uh, you're 12% from your 52-week high. Target price is 48. You're trading at 42. Let's go over to Seeking Alpha and we'll look at Frog. I think they have it as a strong buy, if I remember. Um, yeah, the Quan has it as a strong buy. If we go and we look at the Wall Street stuff... <clears throat> Um, it is, yeah, see right there, you're 13% upside to your high. Um, your average is 48.2. Um, your average target price is 48, 48.20. You're trading at 42.50. So you do have some upside, um, upside for, for the, 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 the price target. If you look at this, it doesn't have a ton of history here. It only has like a, it only goes back to 2020. Um, but it's consistently traded below that price target. And and the price target is forty two eighty two. The actual is forty two fifty. I don't know that you have a huge amount of upside on this one, but it's a strong buy if you're buying this for a long term. Stephanie, I don't think it's a bad one at all. You can go over here and look at the peers. Um, uh, it looks like the do 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 VRNS CVLT, which I know is a good one. Uh, again, it's system software. Rapid Seven, Teradata, Tenable. Uh, if you look at this frog. Over one year, Frog is up 88%. It's blowing away its peers. Blowing away its peers. The only other strong buy is Tenby, um, Tenable, Tenable, which is uh, 16.7. So that's the only other one. Now, Frog is rated 27 out of uh, 550 in the sector, five of number of 46. Your number one uh, path, UiPath. So Zscaler's up there. Zscaler got killed with um, Palo Alto yesterday. CrowdStrike is number 12. So again, I would use Seeking Alpha to kind of find your your, your, your path here um, to see which ones you like. Uh, I, I think it's a good one. I, I think really, honestly, since I've gotten Seeking Alpha, I've gotten broad in my horizons. Ted from Facebook, BLRD is looking like a good entry now with some potential good upside. Also, if Target can pull back to 147-ish, I think this would be a good entry. What do you think? Thanks, Ted. BLRD, I went over it before. Uh, I found this from a user who asked me about it. I It wasn't super exciting to me. Uh, I took a look at the chart and I said, yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing. Uh, their earnings are coming up February 21st. Um, we have to realize that, uh, is that today after the bell? Let me see. Um, pre Oh, tomorrow pre-market. So tomorrow pre-market. Um, the only thing that I see is the, the divergence of this MACD going down, the, the price going up, and maybe the price has to come down. Now, the algorithm hasn't gotten you out. Uh, you, you were in here for a nice 45% run. You're in here for a decent run. I'm seeing a button hook. 
but I'm not seeing the 50-day the or the 200-day make any move. This is 100% based on earnings, and I'm just not familiar enough with this company to say that the earnings are going to blow it away. The PE is not crazy. The forward PE is 15. Um, if we look at building products and equipment and we go over here, we look at the PE, um, they're not super high. I mean, 15, they're, they're only number number six as far as the lowest. Uh, this is out of 35 companies. In, in build. That's not high. That's not high at all. Let's go over to Seeking Alpha. I like this one. Um, BLDR. I may buy some of this today. Um, this may be an under the under the radar name. Ranked twenty three out of forty one in building products industry. Um, it's a hold from the quant. I don't know why. Probably revisions uh, is the C. Let's see revisions. Um, consensus earnings per per share revision trend. Yeah, it looks like they've revised it, but they they've revised it upward. So I can't imagine that this one, you know, again, if we go to summary, uh, let's go to ratings. Let's go to Wall Street because I want to see this one against price targets. Uh, the low is 137. The average is 185. The high is 225. So you're trading right at the average. Um, typically, when this trades at the average, it's gotten an upgrade. So today's earnings or tomorrow morning's earnings, this may be good to put a couple of thousand bucks into. You know what? Maybe that's what I'll do. Instead of NVIDIA, I think I'm going to do BLR, BLDR uh, for the morning play. Uh, there's nobody that has it as a strong sell. Uh, four people has it, have it as a hold. Three people as a buy. Ten as a strong buy. The quant has it as a hold, but I think that's just coming off of, yeah, it's been a hold. I don't know why. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been a solid hold based on, uh, let's see, it's the earnings per share revision. That's why it's got it as a hold. I don't care about that. Yeah, this one might be a good one. Target. Target for me, I've been holding Target. I think my average purchase price is around 109, 108, somewhere in that neighborhood. It's in my retirement account. I made a ton of mistakes on this. Should have uh, been selling through this. You'll see that on the long term. Uh, I think with Walmart earnings, I don't think 150, They, I think they've gotten through their problems. Uh, I think Target has gotten through their issues. They're still below their 200 day. I mean, I said this before, um, still have 22%. Uh, just to get back to the 200-day, it's a little bit higher than that. But this is the line that I was, uh, you know, kind of hoping and praying that it wouldn't come. I should have been out, but it kept giving me signs. See those uh, those upticks right there? Kept giving me signs that hey, this is the bottom. This is the bottom. Well, no, it wasn't the bottom. Should have been adding this entire time. But you'd still be underwater if you were adding during all those times. So I'm not a hundred percent. Thinking that this one's a great one. It's not back in our, uh, the, our core portfolio. But Ted, I don't think this one's a bad one for you to get into long term. Uh, I do think Walmart is better. Even though Walmart's more expensive, I think Walmart's better. I, over the past two years, have changed my shopping habits from going to Target to Walmart. Walmart just has done a better job of attracting me as a customer. And, and for me, remember... Uh, one of my base cases for investments is to say, I want to be a customer of this company. And for Target, I think its valuation is the only thing that's attracting to me to them. I do still shop on their app. I love their app. 
Um, I love their drive up where you can drive up and get it. Uh, hate their self-checkout. Their self-checkout sucks compared to Walmart. So, uh, in fact, let's go to the scans. Walmart is the first scan. Uh, it's just another cross-up. See how the MACD's crossing up? You got the split coming up February 26th. I don't know if that's good. I don't know if that's bad. It doesn't mean anything necessarily to me, um, but you've got that one. Uh, next, you've got Target. Target has a MACD cross-up. Uh, remember, my algorithm is based on a MACD. So anytime the MACD cross-ups, we get an entry uh, on this one. Uh, there's some other moving averages and stuff like that that are in the algorithm. But it's a very simple thing, and it moves up. And so we've got another one right before earnings, right into the ex-dividend date. So Walmart got that, or Walmart and Target. One, they got a cross-up that should be shocking everybody, but it's Boyle. Boyle in the past two days has just gone crazy. Uh, well, yesterday it didn't go crazy. It was down to thirteen sixty nine. This is the entry at thirteen sixty nine. It's up twenty five percent to seventeen this morning. Okay, seventeen dollars. So this moves up seventeen eleven. Let's put that at seventeen eleven. Twenty seven percent. Twenty seven percent. From yesterday's close. Um, yeah, well, ignore the seven days because that's one day. It's going to cross up here. You're going to have confirmation. Is this the turnaround for natural gas to actually have pricing? I don't know. Could be. But I found that one interesting. Uh, XLP, the consumer staples. Um, this one has a cross up. This is the only sector that crossed up. I thought this was interesting. I mean, it's been on a run. $74. Is that good? I mean, it, it, you know, if the consumer's back, that's probably not a bad one to have. You're topping out probably at 78. You know, that's a nice 5% move in, in an index that probably has some uh, significant um, upside. But XLP, we can go into, we can take a look at the holdings. Uh, let's look at XLP in, in Seeking Alpha. Uh, it's got a hold from Seeking Alpha and the quant. If we go and look at the holdings and we look Procter & Gamble, Costco, if you want access to Costco, that's 25% right there. 26% of the actual total is that. Then you got 9% Coke, 9% Pepsi, 4% Walmart. I mean, it's good companies. Philip Morris, come on, get me out of Philip. Altria, get me out of that. So I'm not particularly holding this one because those two companies make up 8% and I'm just, ugh, I don't like it. I don't like it. But if you want a 5% and you don't have an ethical reason that you want to, don't want to hold that, uh, I don't think it's bad. Let's take a look at some of the stocks. Uh, Amazon, we talked about. I think anything under 170 I think Amazon's great. Boeing is dipping back to $200. I think this one, once it gets out of its own way, I think that's a, at least a $220 stock. Um, Cleveland Cliffs, back under 20 Keep Keep an eye out for that one. Uh, Disney, I think that one's going back under 100. So if you wanted to sell that one, I don't think that's a bad one. Coke is over 60. If you bought Coke at 55, at 54, uh, even at 52 back in October, if you bought that and you wanted to sell it, I don't think it's a bad one to sell. Uh, Eli Lilly is down two and a half percent. Just expect Eli Lilly. Um, you can buy that one whenever you want with that GLP one. Microsoft, get it under 400. Under 400, you won't be sorry in the long term. Short term, you might still get down here to about 370. But in the long term, I don't think you're going to be hurt by that one. Uh, Oxy is almost over 60. That's one you want to look at. Palo Alto, in my mind, I think this is an opportunity to get into Palo Alto Networks. It's going to open up at 275. 
That's below its 200-day. That is a huge, huge loss. I don't think, now I think, here's my guidance. If you're not in Palo Alto, I think A, you could get into CrowdStrike on this pullback uh, or wait three days and see what Palo Alto kind of shakes out to. If it shakes out to 250, you buy it at 250. I don't think 250 is is crazy for this one with the guidance that they gave. It was horrible, horrible guidance. Uh, Palantir down 5%. I think this one goes back under 20. Just hope that it goes under 20 so you have the opportunity to buy it um, before it gets put into the S&P 500 because I do think that it goes to the S&P 500. Roblox at 4105. This one's down. It's going under 40. Get it under 40. Shopify, buy it under 80. I don't care what you do. Just get it under 80. I mean, 77 is not a bad price for this. SMCI down another 4% at 755. I said it yesterday. I said it again, and I've said it publicly. I'm waiting for the six handle on this one, and then I will pull the trigger. Yesterday during the day, I think it did get down to the six handle. So I think it does have six handle in it. Uh, Do I think that it goes down with NVIDIA? Uh, I think it travels with NVIDIA. When NVIDIA blows out the number, if NVIDIA continues to go down, I think you see this one go down with it, but I think this is a continue buy. Taiwan Semi, anything under 120. It's at 123 right now. You hold down on that one. UNH. I mean, will it go under 500 again? I don't know. I'm not buying back in. I wish I would have bought at 500 because now I would have a nice 5 6% gain in that one. Uh, I don't think it's a bad one. Uh, Walmart, I said anything under 180. Exxon, 102. Eh, it's not exciting. <clears throat> I mean, you know, Chris, somebody texted me uh, on, um, on Instagram last night about Exxon having a deal. I mean, it's already in the, in the, it's in the stock. It's in the stock market. Doesn't get me excited. You know, it's a decent company to hold. I got rid of it at 108. Will I have a chance to buy it under 100 again? I think so. So there you go. I'm going to drive a Tesla. If you are interested in any of the links on here, remember, there is one more day for TrendSpider. All those charts that I showed you, all those watch lists, all those scans that I just did, one more one more day, 15-hour sale. Uh, for five ninety five, if you can't, if five ninety five just seems too much for you to actually pay for a charting program, then it's not for you. Uh, this thing gets you started with an algorithm. It, it takes the charts take emotions out of your trades, and 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 I've said it before. Uh, before you buy a stock, you need to have a plan. And if part of that plan is I want to get out when it reaches a certain level, you need a charting program. This just takes the bells and whistles and throws it into every chart that you can have. My algorithm, which I give you, uh, um, you know, the four hour, I give you a 65 minute algorithm that you can trade with. Um, you know, let's go over to Holo. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Holo and let's do the 65 minute algorithm. Uh, let's see, because I think it's going to get you some interesting ones uh, on Holo. Uh, this is Microcrown Hologram. Yeah, it, it, over eight months, okay, eight months, it makes you 93%. You know what? If you bought eight months ago and you just held it, you've lost 33%. Uh, let's go with SMCI. And this is for day traders. This is for people who want to day trade. SMCI, uh, if you bought it eight months ago, you're up 239%. But you know what? This uh, this 65-minute algorithm, it protects you from the downside. You make 182%. So it's not it's – it's a great algorithm. You get my algorithms. You get the uh, the watch lists, all of them up here. 
Um, you, and you get the scanners. Everything that I did for scans, finding Boyle, finding uh, XLP, finding Lightspeed, finding um, you know KHC, Mondelez, T- Thermo Fisher, Medtronic, all of that, all of those scanners you get. Uh, when you sign up for Transport. And again, it's a 15 hours that is going on. Seeking Alpha Premium, if you don't want the, the $500 one, I think Seeking Alpha Premium will probably, for, for 50, 60% of you that listen to me, Seeking Alpha Premium is probably all you need. That's $50 off. It's $189 a year. Uh, you need tools in order to make money in the market. This is a stock picker's market, so don't miss out on the tools. Alpha Picks, we talked about. This is now $469. So uh, if you want to beat the S&P by, I think it's 108% versus um, 75%, click on this third link. Uh, Weeble, I love Weeble. Uh, I was using the Fidelity app yesterday to look at uh, SMCI um, uh, and the, the 10% run that it took in the middle of the day. Uh, I love Weeble. Just You get free stocks. I mean, that's the reason to sign up for that. And the newsletter. The newsletter is free. Um, for the mo- majority of the, the newsletter, five free emails a, a, a week. I mean, it's five a week. And you get trading opportunities. You get all my views on the market. So you don't have to l- sit there and listen to me for an hour. Um, so there you go. That's everything. Uh, you know, if, uh, again, there's more links down here. Uh, you can find a visible friend code, which saves you 20 bucks. If you're thinking of buying a Tesla like me, click there and you get a $500 off in three months of full self-driving uh, for free. All of the socials, if you want to join them, are up here. So feel free to join. Uh, I will talk to you guys tomorrow, maybe at four o'clock. We'll see if I'm back from uh, from the dealership. Okay, take care. Have a great day. Every morning I wake up to the sound of the trading bell. My heart starts to pound. Daily stock pick trading podcast in my ears. Guiding me through my hopes and fears. Tune in daily. Don't miss a single show. Sign up for the newsletter. Let us help you grow. Taking risks, making moves. Sincere